0: Welcome to the Victor Collins' Subray podcast. We pray the Holy Spirit will speak to you and stir you up as you listen to this anointed, transformative, and down-to-earth teaching by Bishop Collins. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Enjoy the message. Father, this morning we thank you, we bless you, we honor you. Thank you for the opportunity to be your house. It's a blessing privilege. I pray Lord that you will speak to us you help us you encourage us. We need help. Help us and encourage us to walk on the road. And that's the road of righteousness. Thank you for everyone who's here. Thank you for books. Thank you for the ministry of books. A recording of revelations and recording of teachings. Thank you. Lord, today we will be blessed as we've come into your house. I give you praise, I give you glory. In Jesus' name, somebody said, Amen. You may be seated, please, in the presence of the Lord. So, the first part of my assignment here is to launch um, the new book, How Can I Say Thanks? How Can I Say Thanks? Right here, how can I say thanks? All right, how can I say thanks? You have it on the screen. How can I say thanks? All right, we only have 150 copies, so it must be sold out today. You are buying. You are buying for a friend. Tell your neighbor you are buying. You are buying for a friend. All the 150 books are. We are selling them out today. It's sold. For a good price. Tell your neighbor for a good price. <laughs> Hallelujah. So the first part will be the launching, the selling, and then also I uh, will just do a second part, which will be a preaching from the book, and then we are out of here. So um, fasten your seatbelt. There's no water in the church. We don't serve water in the church. Uh, there's a lot of water around, a lot of water around. We don't, sell, we don't serve water. You don't serve Jews. So when you're coming, you drink water. And make sure that you don't also get up to go to the washroom because there's no washroom here as well. And so you, you have to know how to. Uh, when you go into the presence of the Lord, you don't go with water. So, Lord, I came because I'll be tested. So I brought water. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hallelujah. It, isn't it interesting? that you will, God will call you. When Moses, went to, when Moses went to meet the Lord on the mountain, he didn't take water. Because even if you take water, you don't even have time to drink it. Because can you imagine God is talking to you and you are drinking water? When he is not drinking water, you are drinking water. Eh? That's why we don't have water here. I mean, just in case you are here for the first time, I just want to introduce the church to you. It's a church that we don't serve water. You go to many churches, they save water. I don't know who pays for the water. I mean, we can save water if you pay for it. That's also the bad idea. But I prefer that you, give, you put the money in the offering bag. Because I know how to use money better than you. I need money to finish the church. Not to buy water. As for water, everybody has water in their house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. $100 or $200, you fill one big five-gallon bottle. You just turn it and you're good. Alright? So it's a a blessing to see you here this morning. And um, it's good to be uh, preaching as usual. We want to go to Revelation chapter 20. Revelation chapter 20. So this is the book launch. Bishop has books. Uh, Many, many churches that have leaders who have not written books. You see, many people take leadership for granted. Verse 12 of Revelation chapter 20. Many people take leadership for granted. You see, when you are a leader, when you are a leader, you you have to lead the congregation or the people in a lot of areas. Do you get it? Leadership is not a very simple thing. Because people have some, some way. It's not very easy to lead people. And people reject and refuse the things you want to give them. And that's how Moses' his ministry ended. And because he was so angry. Frustrated other people. And People can make you frustrated. And you get it. But as a leader, you always have to you know, set the pace. You have to do things. You have, your ministry has to be extensive. It has to be high and big enough so that the people you are, you are leading can, can, can fall in. Do you get it? When the vision is small, when your leadership is not very matured, the people can't, you see, in a company that is small, for example, you don't, you don't, promotion doesn't come. Promotion doesn't come not because you don't deserve promotion, but there's no position to be promoted to. So it tells you that if somebody has not um, um, grown his company and made it big enough to have people to move around, when you are in that company, you can't really benefit. Are, are Are you with me? And this applies to all forms of leadership. And so people like sometimes they like bigger companies, government work than private. Because private comes with all kinds of things. When 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 a company is private, there's so many things that they won't take care of. They, they They won't pay for a lot of things. Or sometimes they will pay you very good salary, but you can't guarantee that you'll be there for a long time. So most of the time, people like bigger companies where at least when you start as a cleaner. You know that at least one day you'll be a, a, a clerk, uh, officer number two. Another small company, husband and wife and children, and then you are the next person who is there. You are not going anywhere. If they give you one million a month, that's all you enjoy. You are not going to be a manager one day. And gone are the days where people used to uh, join companies to become managers. You see, in the olden days when you join a company, you grow with the business. And they, even though we don't have the degree or anything, you become a manager. Are you, are, you, are you with me? So it's, it's very important uh, to be a leader and to grow. I mean, if, if we had only one church, can you imagine all the people who are today in other regions, other places, launching the book like I'm launching, we'll all be in the same place. Even here, we have problems. How much more if all of them were to add up to us? So that is why spreading is very important. Every leader that's what I'm saying, has extensiveness in his ministry. There's some largeness about a good leader that people find places and spaces to fulfill their calling and to do well. So if you look at the the prophet, the leader of our church, he's a good leader. That's why I am here. I'm not with him in Ghana. So there are spaces within his ministry and in places to position yourself. Are you, are you following that arith- arithmetic that I'm, I'm calculating? So every good leader has space enough around him for people to follow him and to position themselves. Yeah. Ask your neighbour whether they're they, they, they here or they've gone home already. They're here. Okay. So was Revelation chapter twenty and verse was it twelve? All right. And please, we'll close just now. So don't be angry and. Go home. Uh, people when they come to share they don't have manners. They just get up and they go home. Mm, you don't, you don't do those things. Uh-huh. All those things are messages that are not. Uh, it's not good, all right? When you, it's very far. I mean, canal number two, Polder is very far. When you come here, you are coming to make sure that ah, I came. Mm-hmm. You don't come here. And, and it's taxi drivers who come here and go. You are not a taxi driver. The Bible says, I saw the dead small and great stand before God. That's what is going to happen. There's a deed that those who are dead, Bible says that they will stand before God. And the books were opened including the book of life and the dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. This, this verse is about books. It's about books. Hallelujah. And I, I want you to understand that books are very, very important. God even has books in his house. If you've ever been to God's house before, he has books. And he started this book business with us as far back as in Moses' days, if not earlier, where he wrote 10 points in a book for Moses to keep. Moses went to be with the Lord And he came back down with a book. Maybe two pages. Maybe three pages. Or maybe one page. Because everybody tries to depict the Ten Commandments in the way they understand. Sometimes you see Moses and it's just one page. You see the Ten Commandments. but Maybe it was ten pages. In a book. God himself wrote the things in the book. And he gave it to Moses. And so... The God we serve is a God who likes to record things. He records things. He writes them down. That's why when you come to church, you have to write something down. When you come to church and you don't write anything down, you, you are not behaving like God or a, a child of God because you can't come into the house of the Lord and not have something important that you are taking note of. Then means that the church is not a good church. Or maybe you're not a good student. You're not a good learner. Because people who learn, they write things down. They write things down. They make notes on their phone. They, they take exercise and they write. They write. Writing is something that God, God does. God writes. Because the Bible says here that, I saw the dead small and great. And they were standing before God. So as you are born, as you are born, until you die... There are a lot of things God writes about you. Today God is writing something about me, about you, about us. What do you want him to write? He is not going to ask you what to write. He's he's writing how how, how you have been you are behaving. How you came to church without bringing anybody. He's going to write that. How you woke up and you didn't even say good morning to him. He's going to write that down. How you have changed since he blessed you. He's going to write that down. Yeah, since you became a pastor, it's almost like you don't, you, you, you're nothing anymore. He writes it down. He told us you are going to be appointed a pastor. or you're appointed a pastor. That is when your, 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 your spirituality, your Christianity, and your soul winning. And I mean, he's writing it down. That is what the scripture says. He says that the dead, the, the book of he said, and the dead were judged out of the things which were written in the books. There are things that are being written about us in a book. It means that if you have the chance to open, get one of the books and open it, you see some things that your are will open. You see something about Rudolph Primo. That's how marriages don't work. Because people don't take what you tell them. For a guy, at least six months' counsel of the scriptures doesn't do anything. Do you have the book here? You have mother marriage? car not true. The problems that we have been through. If only we were looking into the Bible. We would not have that. We would not have that. We would behave like Christians. And then there would be forgiveness. And, there would be, and then we move on. Yeah. But it is the, the evil nature that is highly exalted. And then people who love themselves now act, are, are mad at each other. You are going to experience it. I am telling you. I, 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 In the name of I'm, the I'm Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you, you experience it. You experience it. Yeah. This whole book, you want to tell me that after going through this whole book, you have we are fighting your marriage. You have you have you have you have rejected the things of God. That's what you have done to do your own things. It is being recorded, that's what you should understand. It is being. Give me back my scripture. I have the book here. Thank you. Give me back. Revelation chapter twenty. He said that. And they were judged out of those things which were. giving you New Living Translation, please. Give, give me that simple one quickly, quickly. Today is nine eleven, oh. Sure. It's a serious day. You gonna ask George Bush Jr. You tell you. yeah. It's a very serious day. He says, and the dead were judged according to what they had done. You'll you, you sit down there and think that whatever you do, it goes on record. It is only when you ask for forgiveness and you are forgiven that it is erased. Otherwise, when you stand there, it will be red. It's only the blood of Jesus that blanks out the things that were going to be used against you in judgment. So be careful what you do. There's a bigger picture than what you think and what you feel. There are things in books. There are things in books. Real things in books. Real things. There's, there are a lot of things here. There are a lot of things here. Modern marriage. A lot of things. Research. How can you, after six months of one hour, two hours a week with a bishop for six months, how can you have marital problems? It's because of the evil nature that we want to so much highlight. That's why the the problems and the solutions, session six, problem solving in marriage. The master key of acceptance. I don't want to talk about sex, but that one there is a false nature anyway. Isn't it? It's a sinful nature. As for the sex day, it's okay. It is when you have to adjust and adapt and forgive and take some nonsense and some things. That is when your true Christian nature comes out. As for the sex day, oh, everybody's a master <laughs> from birth. Master. It, 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 next time we do doing we'll skip the sex part. You don't need it. <laughs> you'll be exempted from that you get credit so it'll be three months instead of six months section <laughs> hmm. yeah. four the duties duties of the husband duties of the wife the total wife somebody will say "Oh, so why is there no total husband you see you see how you're thinking you see you see, already your mind is not working well total total, duties of the husband duties of the wife the total wife homekeeping and house helps principles of finance in marriage how, how, how can people marry and then a wife or a husband doesn't have money transportation to go to work and the, and the other person draws money you don't want to use the scriptures because when in your marriage your money is your money. You sit down there. One day they will go and leave you. you see. One day they will leave you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, one day they will go away and leave you. You, you, you. And stay with your money. We can stay with your money. Yeah. yeah there are things in books understanding the temperaments I'm saying I won't talk about the sex because, as for the sex, you know it. I'm talking about the Christian character parts. How to speak. How to speak when you are angry. How to behave when you are not happy with something. It is Those are the things, too. Because that is where you see people behave like evil, wicked, evil people How do you behave when you are not happy? You see, you don't behave when you're happy, you speak when you are not happy. Just speak. I am not happy. Don't you all right? Speak! It's only animals who don't talk. how many people behave communication in marriage is one of the chapters communication in marriage you communicate to you behave you act and then people should interpret the acting thank you communication in marriage speak yes, I like that one Results in growth, speaking brings relief and healing. Choose to speak life, speak the truth, and be transparent to each other. Don't pretend the truth will show up later. It's, it's books, 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 and, and I'm not preaching, I'm just launching a book. <laughs> so, you're not going home to today. <laughs> Books. Books. It is a Bible. He says that people will be judged according to what they, not somebody. So, you have to watch what you do. And if you want to be safe, then you ask for forgiveness when you realize that what you did was wrong. Because if you don't ask for forgiveness, it will not be erased. You don't ask forgiveness from God. You ask forgiveness from the person you have, you have, you have offended. Now this girl who, uh, who happened to send me a message, You see, your turn has not come. When your turn comes, you behave the same way. Because when something touches you, you don't have the spirit of God so matured in you to regulate your behavior. And to even understand that, who am I talking to? No, when your feelings come, you don't care who you are talking to. Yeah. And... Words are very powerful. So if you don't care and you say certain things, it's it's very difficult for them to be erased from certain people's minds. Eric, are you (laughs) there? Hallelujah. All I'm saying is that there are things written in books. In the book of Daniel, chapter 9, Daniel chapter 9, it's too big for my puppet. <laughs> if you read the book, you can get a copy. It's called Model Marriage. Daniel chapter 9. Are you there? Daniel chapter 9. Next verse. Because the things that you go through the training, these scriptures are all scattered in there. There are some scriptures you can't forget. During the first year of his reign, I Daniel learn from reading the word of the Lord but going to going to um, as revealed to Jeremiah the prophet that Jer- that Jesus uh, in the first year of his reign I Daniel understood by books understood by books I mean I'm sure you know that there are so many books out there there are cooking books there are sex books they are uh, demonic books. The things are in books. People have poured their knowledge, their spirit, and secrets into books. That when you open the book, you are very very likely to be affected by what is in the book. Yes, Kechi should scan yourself. So when you re- when you go to the the chapter of Kechi there are things written about you as a woman. No, when you were born, how you came out, how you didn't have, your mother didn't have support, all of that will be written. Then out of that, when you came to Lighthouse Chapel International, how you behaved, and then this man next to you said, I won't marry you. And then you married, and where you got married, and who married you? You can't, you can't erase that one. Even if you tell me I is a cross and you get out of the church, the, the, it is written there that this is the man who put you together. Is there. You can never erase. You, see, you can erase it from here. I don't know how you can erase it. In the books of God, it is in there. And that's how God is going to talk. You can say, God, please, I don't want to talk about that man, man. I vex I with him. God says, you don't tell me what I talk about. I decide what I talk about here. In the church. Then say now you gave birth. How you dealt with your children? How you dealt with the husband who you found in a church. How Charlie? Nothing seenable. The, the things you ask forgiveness for is like the affidavit that they went to search Malago with. Those who went to check uh, Trump's house. The affidavit that was redacted. Some places were blank out. Your, your, your record will have some blanking out. Because those parts, you ask for the blood. That's why it's very good to ask for forgiveness every day. <laughs> you see that? There will be a lot of blanking. Alexis, there will be a lot of blanking out. Where you go and stand on Linden Highway and do so. <laughs> Even though I like it, you have to make sure that it's blanked out from heaven. That you don't go and see a picture in heaven. <laughs> and God to say, Sister Alexis, what were you doing there? Boss, <laughs> break up. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Alexis. So, a number of them visited Joey. Thank you. A number of them who had been practicing sorcery brought their incantation books. And burn them at a public bonfire. So people were doing obeah by learning it from a book. There are things in books. Oh, there are things in books. So Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 13. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13, Paul told Timothy, he said. The cloak, when you come, be sure to bring the coat I left with carpus at Troas. Also, I have some things I don't want you to leave behind. He said, bring my books. There are things inside. <laughs> I don't want you to leave it behind. I don't want nobody to take the books. Go. I, it, it's my book. And so ladies and gentlemen, today we are here to introduce this book to our church family. How can I say thanks? There's something in the book. There's something in this book that when you get your copy and you read it Prayerfully. There is that something, that something will affect your life. You see, the Bible says in the book of Revelation that there was a book, there was a seal with a book, right? Or there were some seals. And then the Bible was asking, who is worthy to open the seals? And then the answer came that the lamb who was slain for the sins of the world, he's the one who is worthy to open the seals. Do, do you understand? And so there are things in books that can enter your life and change your life. Because if you were to be given the book that God has written over you, if Karen, you were to to to, to God was to take you to heaven and, and open his, his book and show you your chapter. You say, oh God, this one too, you wrote it down. <laughs> yeah. Oh No, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed about this one. I didn't know that. I didn't know you You. you saw this one when I was, uh, please, can you, can you remove it? He said, no, no, no. Every case, you have to bring negative and positive and then you make a judgment out of it. It's true that is why when sometimes somebody says you remember you remember you did this you was, really I did me I did that and then because you believe it and it's so special to you you never believe that they've forgotten about it is you who has gone on is you who's carrying feelings is you who is who are two years now you're still carrying feelings and women like carrying feelings You are not a total woman, Pastor Kaveh says, if you carry feelings. (laughs) Look, the natural natural woman carries feelings. The spiritual woman does not carry feelings. And so when you see people carrying feelings, you can check their level of spirituality. Because when the feelings come, then use the scripture. Ephesians chapter 4. Be angry, and sin not. Be angry but don't make anything that will make you sin. Do not let the sun go down upon your anger. So a spiritual woman would say, okay, it's five o'clock, the sun has gone down. It's finished. No, but they, they take it for days. Even the snow will fall. Winter will come. Feeling still there. There is no spirituality. You are you are natural, you are a Christian, but you, you love your natural self. You're tiring with it, you are stuck in that. Yeah, and don't sin by letting anger control you. But anger controls you when 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 it makes you do things. I I I I can block and delete it. Yeah, no, there are some husbands and wives who blocks and delete themselves all the time. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. oh broken delete. Did you say the same house? I vex. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Huh? Huh? You see how people, when they get angry, they behave bad. Then, after several hours or a day later... They are, they, are, they are back to their sweetness. Yeah. Oh, hi. You say, is that it you? <laughs> it's yours? <It's> me, huh? <laughs> yeah. it, ma- it makes you lose a lot of love and faith in people. When, when you see their erratic nature. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. Come to a point, you know, I'm, Charlie, even the good, you are not impressed. <laughs> you remember the bad, rather. Those who pretend. <laughs> Hallelujah. So this book has something to bless your life. If I were you, that is why we have a lot of books around, isn't it? I have some here. I have some. I just want to show you. We have, for those who are interested in ministry, the art of ministry. Victory Secrets. You see, if you have a copy of this book and you are going to read it prayerfully, there's something inside that will give you victory. Of course, you don't like books. Of course, you don't have this book. So there are no victory in your life. Demons and how to deal with them. When your demon come up or when your demon raise, (laughs) Because there are many people with demons, <laughs> something in this book will help you put flush that demon out in the toilet. But no, you don't have it, you have not read it, or you have it, but it's a it's, it's what it's a decor, it's some arrangement in your house, in your room. So when demons your demons raise. They have power. You are struggling with your demons. Because you have not opened a book that has something inside to help you deal with demons. yeah. Everybody has demons. Oh, please. Your face powder doesn't convince me that you don't have demons. You have demons. Face powder, I beg you. I can also put powder on my face just like you. Demons. How you can deal with demons. You see, one of the things that prophet talks about here is that when demons are affecting you, you like to be by yourself. If you want to kill it, when demons come, come into the open, come and have parties, i are going to party. He said, demon can, can't raise up anymore. Because when he puts you in isolation, then he fellowships with you. He said, let me tell you everything you have to know. (laughs) You are smiling. If you have this book and you read it well, something from this book will affect you. Those who want their church to grow. Name it, claim it, and take it. Bookful, plenty of quiet time. I am fed up of people who say I struggle with my quiet time. You have a devil. <laughs> you, know, you need two books. <laughs> demons are how to deal with them, and then you need quiet time to deal with your demons. <laughs> After eight years of being a church member or being a Christian, how can you tell me that you struggle to read your Bible? Brother, you have not learned how to deal with your demons. Quiet time should be something that you can't miss. If you mix it, if you miss it, you should feel nervous. You should feel empty. And that will make you, your uh, your lunchtime, enter into the washroom of your, of your company and, and, and go and, and read a sentence, a sentence, a verse. Read, you know, I can't let the day go without me reading something. Something here that will bless you. It will jump at you. Backsliders. Plenty books. Full time ministry. But today we're looking at. How can I say thanks? There's something prophet brought up here. That I think is a very important thing. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 1. Prophet says in the book that. Many people say thank you because they have been trained to say thank you, but they are not thankful from an attitude point. Many people say thank you because we have all been... Talk- ah, if somebody does something, if you know, if you, somebody give you something, say thank you. So, your mother, you say thank you? You tell uh, 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 a bad head girl, you, you don't say thank you? Say thank you. You know, you know, you know, you know. You know for certain. You know for certain. You know You know for said thanks. You know for said thanks. Okay, you know for said (laughs) thanks. So we grow up, Gavin, we grow up saying thank you, but it is not actually from our hearts. It is not actually an attitude. You have just been programmed to say thank you, but it's not a thank you. I find that, that statement in the book I find that and you see this is how you read books I read that part and I can tell you that part that I read and as I'm telling you it stays with me it stays with me and it will forever stay with me That let your thank you not just be a mouth thank you because many people say thank you but their, their behavior is different so then you ask yourself well, what, what, why do the person say thank you and this is how they are behaving be- their thanks is not real Because when a thank you is real, it means that you now set yourself on a long road of an attitude of thankfulness. That there will never be a reason anymore to doubt whether you are thankful or not. There's a young lady who I met when I went to Ghana sometime live with Bishop Steve to stay with him. She's the one who was helping them in the house. And year in, year out as I go to Ghana, she's still there. And this last time when I went to Ghana, Bishop Steve has moved from where he used to be to another place. So when I went there for the conference and everything, I think it was the last day when I was actually leaving his house. Because I actually asked about her. And then I think Bishop wife said, oh, she's here, yeah, she's around, is even pregnant and all of that. But as we were, I was going to the airport, the, 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 the vehicle that came to pick me up was just uh, uh, there. As we were outside saying bye byes and all of that, then lo and behold, that same young lady walks through an alleyway and pops up in front of all of us. So I said, hey, I've been asking about you. Big stomach. This young lady, as young as she was, came to live with this man of God and his wife. And he has lived there, gotten married, having had her wedding in the same church that the bishop is of. Then as the bishop has moved to another place, she and her husband, they are the ones who are living in the old house. And after so many years, as I've gone there, I have been there for, I was there for just about 10 days or so. Here you see here with a big stomach, coming to the new house. The, the, the thankfulness and the gratitude is, 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 is a life style. If you ever say thank you to somebody, don't let the person see any other side of you ever. But their gratitude. I tell you, there are things in books. The Bible says here in 2 Timothy, This one of the scriptures prophet uses here in the first chapter. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. He says that this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men, now the Bible lists here about 18 sins or 18 evil things that people will will indulge in in the last days. So he starts to number them. What does the verse 1 say? Verse 1 says what? This note, perilous times shall come. Okay, uh uh-huh. Verse 2. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. They will be covetous. People love themselves now Bishop, you don't know my case. You don't understand. You cannot tell me what I have to do because you don't live my life for me. Men are lovers of themselves. It is something that is the evil in the last days. They are covetous. They are boasters. They are proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents. And then you see here, unthankful. It is like not being thankful is the same as doing obia. So I remember I was telling we had a meeting I was telling Nalissa, I said, Nalissa, you don't say anything to me. You don't say anything to me." I said, "You came into this church, nice little girl. I see you dancing, dancing, dancing." I said, "I like this little girl. I like it." So one day when one of my sons were looking for a wife, I said, brother, don't struggle. I know of a nice girl. I like her. I think that you also like her, too. I said that too. Take care. But even good morning, this girl doesn't tell me any good morning. I'm not even saying that you should give me an offering. So we're having a meeting. I said, but, but, but I think I don't know where it came from. I said, but listen. but you, by the grace of God, said, there are young girls like you who are not married, though. Many, many, many. 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 yeah, yeah. And you know, to a handsome young man. <laughs> I can see your face from here. I can see your face from here. And I see that your face is straight. You can't deceive me. I'm not a little boy. I'm almost married for 30 years. Almost 30 years. I know. Don't, don't, don't hear it. There was a young girl who was living with us, Ope. Anytime Ope's mother called. Me, I didn't like to talk to Ope's mother. No, the thank you is too much. Too, too many, too many. So, she'll get, a chance to, <laughs> she'll get a chance to talk to mommy. And then, because she knows how I stay in the house. When I don't want to talk to anybody, she, she knows it. So, sometimes you come and say, oh, yeah. So, one time, she was like, alright, alright. Oh, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. And God, God's mother, God's uncle, hey! everybody should bless me. Hey! I mean, <laughs> and, and it, it wasn't, it wasn't a one-caller. Even when I say, um, I, I, can't, I can't talk to her, she'll pass the message. Messages. Messages. It's an attitude. Because her daughter lives in Guyana, South America. She doesn't live here. The daughter, by the grace of God, lives with a pastor from Africa. Hey, my daughter lives with a man of God in a country that I don't. I, I don't live there. Then I don't have to worry. Yes. Have to worry. Because Charlie, girl, children annoys you. No, but you have a daughter. It's all kinds of things, though. So for your daughter to be in a different country and then you don't know anybody there and by the grace of God, she's found herself in the house of a pastor. I mean, it's like your, your prayers have been answered. Defined. So the woman, hey, you know. So I was telling Sister Nalisa, I said, Nalisa, you see, I don't know. you And we can't blame it on culture or whatever because we are Christians now. So we have to learn how to live as a Christian. When the Bible says that people in the last days will become unthankful. You see, and I, I will show you another point before I close. You see, when you don't say thank you, you, don't even, you, you God doesn't even give you the permission to enjoy what you were given. All things work together your ability to be grateful and to say thank you makes you enjoy your marriage. If you are not enjoying your marriage, you should check whether you have been thankful to the person who led you into the marriage. And number one is God. And number two is the servant that he connected with you. I tell you. If Sister Melissa, if you ever don't enjoy your marriage, it's because you're probably you're not thankful. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Because I said, even even good morning, Bishop. Because Charlie, this guy was—I mean, his hormones were high. <laughs> Firing. Firing. And think about all kinds of women. The old man who sits under the tree says, son, come sit down. Let me tell you something. Charm is deceitful. Beauty is, is, is vain. But a woman that feared the Lord, she shall be praised. I think that that little slim girl. I, I, I think she's a good one. That was the end of the story. So how come Nalisa never say, Bishop, good morning. I thank God for your life. Happy New Year, Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> when we came back from Ghana, I was there when Sister Charlene came to me. She, didn't come to see me. she came to see me or she, she, something. I don't remember how. She came to see me? She came. She gave me a card. When I opened the card, it was thank you. With an offering. She says that she's thankful. Remember. I didn't buy her ticket. She's thankful. That I took her to Ghana. To sit in the ministry of Diagon Mills. About five days. She, she, she does not take it for granted. So this is thank you. How can I say thanks. For all the things that you've done for me Things so undeserved That you gave to prove your love for me And all the voices of a million angels Could never express my gratitude All that I am and ever hope to be I give it all to you to go with the good. So I said, ah, but this woman, Pa, I didn't buy your ticket. You bought your ticket. If you went, I said, let's go to Trinidad. You said, you like Trinidad. you going to America. You're a big woman. But how does she come back? How many of you went to Bible school and then you come to thank me for sending you to Bible school? many of you, that's why, that's why your, your lives are the way they are. Because what I have led you into, God will never allow you to enjoy it. If you are not grateful. Those who are grateful. They're having smoothness. They will be unthankful. Uh, Nalisa is one out of many. I just happened to mention Nalisa's name. See, we don't use gratitude. We don't use thanks. You see, uh, even your mother, your father, you have to be grateful. You have to thank them. You see, but sometimes we look at what people do and their mistakes and we only remember the mistakes and the not so nice things. people don't understand. I said it here. You probably think that I'm joking. Justin! Justin, are you there? You're alive? Beautiful. <laughs> you will not understand it until you travel. That a young man who is 27 years old and is not married, there's something wrong with you. You see, because as a young man, you have finished, you have the urge to have sex. So, after you finish school and you get a job, that feeling, thing, many young people masturbate. That's why many young people are involved in sexual immorality. Because the right things to do with the right mind, you don't want to do it. And that is to find a woman and stay with her and then express all your love and affection for each other. It's a blessed place to be. It's a blessed place to be. To, to, to be chosen out of so many women and they say, it's you that I'm choosing. Every day, you have to serve coffee, tea, milk, sugar, flakes, and all of them. You have to be grateful in your attitude. Wedding night. Those who have no married, wedding night, one of the things to do is to tell your husband, thank you. Because when I look around at all the girls in the church, I don't know why you would choose me. I'm thankful. And then the thanksgiving should come in a lifestyle, in your cooking, in your respect, in your nice talking and sweet talking, and and don't talk like a bush person, disrespectful. No, it has to be a consistent lifestyle of gratitude. Because people can say thank you, but they don't live the life of thank you. Well, how many of you? What, what has the people who are sent to Bible school? I saw Koneita somewhere. Can, what, can I tell, what have you people done for me? Ask yourself. Have you seen a Bible school student who single-handedly has come as a bishop for all that you have done for me? Something substantial. Achia! Nothing. Nothing. Nothing Apart from the spiritual things you have, we have deci- deposited in you. The physical money we have spent. How many of the... That's why, that's why their ministries are not working. Because they are not grateful. Because you, you don't understand how when God brings somebody your way and changes your life, how you have to be forever. Oh, that I am. And ever hope to be, I owe it all oh, to you. But no, if you can go and come and say, "Oh, thank you for sending vibes," then that's it. It's over. It's all over. It's all over. All over. Then it's something. No, no, no. You can never get rid of me in your life. For the footprints, for the footprints, God has allowed me to put on your life. You can never get rid of me, even if, if you want to. <laughs> and that is what calls for a life of gratitude. As I say, all those who married in this church, they will never enjoy their marriage if they are not grateful to me. You can leave the church and go and think you have a happy marriage. You have one of the worst marriages. Tormented marriages. Wicked, demonic marriages. You wait and see. Because you have to learn to understand that when God gives you something, you have to be grateful. It has to be a lifetime gratitude. You don't cook. You don't do anything. You say you are grateful. You are not grateful. You are not, you are not grateful. You see, it, it is just when you catch fits. I said thank you. But when the fits go, I don't. how often do you tell your husband thank you? Hey, I almost gave him a wife. I told you that story. I'm looking for the girl. I don't know where she's sitting. Okay, teaching in school. All right. Primary school. I almost. And it was that that was the moment when you came. I was walking out of the church at Hebron, going to my car. You were at the entrance. And then you held me like that. And I was saying. Hey, where is this thing from? You know me? They <laughs> said, okay. said, oh refriger. Yeah, how she's there, eh? I said, I so happened to you what happened to your, your your husband. I said, I love him. I said, a sure, you love your husband. That's why she's where she is today. You don't understand the correct picture, the decent picture, the, the kind of almost like a perfect image you have as a wife, not a girlfriend, not a child mother. You don't understand the differences somebody marries you puts a ring on your finger and, and you are now so unique and different. You're not great, you don't understand it. Yeah, this is why, too. <laughs> maybe you don't understand it because it is it is something that is, is happening in the last days. People are unthankful. That's why, that's why the book, the title is not coincidental. How can I say thanks? I'm going to Mrs. Primo. I can't tell you enough gratitude will make you enjoy your marriage but you are not grateful everything is stress everything is out and you see a lot of people complain a lot about their marriages You know, a big yes, this woman, your husband is a good husband. God, fear my God, fearing, loving, and kind husband Uh, in her old age, she has discovered that. (laughs) Yes, because when she wasn't well, that's when you realize that hey, your, your daughter is married, doing something somewhere. No, don't get down with she, because she got she got your own man for, for what she's look after. <laughs> when you now are left in your house, you built alone, hollering for help. Her husband is there, will help you, bath you, cook for you. But me, I'm not, I'm not the cooking type, so when you get the cooking issue, I, I never go to the kitchen, and I'll never go to the kitchen as long as I live. <laughs> it's, it's not part of my uh, the agreement, I didn't sign that part. I left that part empty. <laughs> <laughs> that part was too fine, So, that's me. But you are blessed with Chinese men who cook. If you are married to me, I will never. <laughs> yeah. And I will drive you out because you didn't cook. Small lot cooking is a big thing to me. Whereas, when no, you don't cook. He'll cook. But when I came, Mr. Primo had cooked. You don't know how difficult it is in a marriage with me. Cooking? What are you doing? I'll sit and watch TV until you come. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You better don't bring KFC home. You better. You can ask for me. I like eating home. I don't like them fast, 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 no, no, no. No, if you come, fast food, what do you mean by fast food? How can you be a woman and it's fast food? You are not a good woman. I don't like you. Yeah. When you are single, fast food, fast, but when you marry, you have to learn to put food on the table. Yeah. Nice. At this age, if you had nobody. You see, it's because, it's because she's not married, the other ones, if all of them were married, you see how lonely you feel then you want to go stay by she for one week and, and then she husband say, you mother always cause you mother always <laughs> uh, yeah, you mother always stay by me always Yeah, yeah you ma- she coming again? T- tell she be traveling, we go, be traveling you, you become like a burden She has her own husband. Right. And I pray, I hope that we are thankful. Because I, I can use that and speak to your daughter. I say, Your mother is married, though. You try there. Yeah. She's married. So you try there. If you waste time, I don't know who's coming. Because the men they are scarce here. Ah, <laughs> Calvin is already taken. <laughs> She's married to my friend, my best friend. <laughs> Sister Akira. Uh, yeah. G is taking. Yeah, yeah. 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 uh, Z machine is taking. Z yeah. is taking. Yeah. Oh, Officer Harry from the police force is taking. <laughs> it's only kid who's not taking. So, show taking? <laughs> ah. ah sh- <laughs> <laughs> Gavin is taken. Now, when you come to church... see. Let me tell you something. When, I, when we get visitors... and they come around... and they meet the men... they meet the women... and then they realize that... this one is married. This one is married. They say, wow. You have a nice church. Because what is happening is that... you have managed to overcome the stage... where people are involved in sexual immorality. They live a life of sin. That's what it means. If you have a church with a lot of single people, you are definitely going to be dealing with sexual immorality. I mean, these guys are here. I don't know them, but I know they, have, they, they definitely have girlfriends. I, I, I don't think they don't have girl, Say, please, with all due respect. By default. Because I, he's not married. He's not married. If, if, if she, he had a ring and he's married... It's like my, my whole. Uh, can you please stand? stand so they they can see you? If you had a ring on your finger, the, the story done, case closed. But when's that this space? I don't know which girlfriend you're with. Whether it's your seventh or your tenth <laughs> or your twenty-sixth or your first, but definitely you have a girlfriend because a man can't stay by himself. It's God, God who saw Adam out. And said, no, 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 no. What we do is that we, we want to have them but not do it the correct way. And when we do the correct way, the people don't understand what it has taken for you. with such a nice beard to choose one girl and say, I'm going to spend 50 years of my life with you. The girl does not understand. That's why many men don't even want to marry and rush to marry you don't want to be locked up with a woman who is wicked. Pastor Calvin says, I should go to the back to the left side. I go to the back. Calvin, I should go to this side. Pastor Calvin says I should come to this side. But I should go here. I should go to this side here. This is also a killer. <laughs> so, when I have the bishops come around, I say, like, Oh, she's married. Wow. Because so he come from a very pure environment. Marriage is very, very important. It's sacred. It's, it's beautiful. That's what God did for Adam. When you see a church, young people, Venetia, all these people, they, they do phone sex. Oh yes. oh yes young girls, young boys not married, Eric, when are you going to get married to? Oh, Bishop, <laughs> uh, not now what do you mean not now but then you're in the house pumping <laughs> Earl, what's Earl Mikel, Mikel Mikel Griffith yeah. Nice gentleman. Yeah, I'm sure somebody likes you around here, There's a lot of ladies. I'm sure somebody likes Brother Nikel. Nice young man. Educated, responsible, quiet and gentle. Has been, have been coming to the church for years. I'm sure there's a girl who likes him. Please, if you like him, come and see me after church. <laughs> I'm sure somebody wants to marry Brother Nikel. And and I also will be very happy to bless his marriage right here at the altar. Yeah, just as I bless his vehicle, I want to bless his marriage also here, and then it it sets the person apart as a very decent person. Decent. Otherwise, you'll be a playboy. Hit and run. You're hitting and you're running. Hit and run. You're a butterfly, real butterfly. Go on flower slider. Every flower you want to sit on. Cuckoo. The, 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 sto- the full stop. The story will be written until you get married. Then there will be a full stop. The full stop means that this is it. It's different walking around without the ring and walking around with a with marriage ring. It's very different. Very different. You, you, you have to have revelation to understand what I'm saying. Pastor, you have to be grateful when somebody picks you. I said, I like you. Yeah, I like you. I say, mean like he? Mean like you're too ugly. I like something like Bishop, nice, fine, and tall. Yeah! What? Like Pastor Joshua, he's coming, he's closer. <laughs> Where's he by He <here? laughs> uh, catch, catch a nice boy. Yeah, yeah. I hope she's grateful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take your seat. Let me show you the last revelation and then we'll go on. Okay. In John chapter 6, prophet says that thanksgiving is a weapon. It's a weapon. He says, thanksgiving is a weapon. John chapter 6. Give thanks as a weapon that releases the greatest miracles. (laughs) Thanksgiving is a weapon that releases greatest miracles. Verse 11, John chapter 6. Have you ever analyzed the miracle of the, of the loaves, the, 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 five, the five loaves and the two fishes? Our mind is more, he took the five loaves and two fish, and he blessed it and then he fed the people. But look critically at what Jesus did. In John chapter 6, verse 11, the Bible says, and Jesus took the loaves and when he had given thanks, he distributed it to the disciples and the disciples to them. Let, let, let's go to the top and let's see. Let, let's start from the top. One of his disciples, verse 8, one of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said unto him, there is a young boy here, a lad here, which has five barley loaves and two small fishes. But what are, what, what are they among so many. Do you see what I'm seeing here? What is this husband really going to do for me? These two fishes and five loaves, they are insufficient when I look at the life I want to live. I hope you're catching it. I am um, teaching you how to say thank you. No matter how it looks. No matter how insufficient. You see, you, 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 you just, what, when you don't say thanks, you are telling God that he can't do anything for you. Because what happens is that no matter what God gives you, or no matter what you get, once God is inside, it is enough and it is sufficient for the rest of your life. That's why you you give thanks. So when it comes to God, you don't become very choosy. I like this. I don't like this. Because what you don't like, that is actually what God really wants to use. So 5,000 men, excluding women and children, then there's only five loaves of bread and two small fishes. How do you feed this multitude with this little boy's lunch? In other words, what will this guy who doesn't even have a stable job, what can he do for me? You're a very proud woman. You're a very disgusting woman. How can this guy who is not educated, how can this guy... We spend much time looking at the errors and the insignificance that we think we see, than the other part to be grateful that you have a companion. There's a bible that said two is always better. Even if it's two with problems. <laughs> it's still better. You wait until you need somebody and then you don't have anybody. What is this two fish fishes and five loaves? What is it among 5000? What is this who is this small what is this small boy going to do for me? This guy I know, I mean, many of you are married, I know your marriage there, is, when there's a complaint, that's when I hear, you never tell me anything that you are, you are grateful about. It's true. If I hear anything about your marriage, it's a complaint. Not the gratitude part. And if it's me, even the human being that I see, there's how much more God. God sees a lot of Ingratitude. I went to visit Sister Melene in her house on her 100th birthday or something like that. It was her birthday. I promised I will visit her a long time So I went to see her on her birthday. Went to her house. Her husband wasn't there, so she was alone. And she had cooked, like Mary and Martha, she had cooked all kinds of food. Went there, had nice fellowship. I saw things that I was amazed she has made coffee tables and center tables by herself tv stand out of pvc pvc she has built tv stand she has tiled her house herself <laughs> and she cooked also there was food there when we went there and the tile was also laid nice isn't it How many of you are like that? How many of you women are like that? You can lay tiles. You're calling a tile man for coming and lay tile for you. And you tell him, man, you didn't lay the tile nice. No, you can't even lay one single tile. <laughs> now, if you enter into a marriage like this, it, 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 it should be gratitude. I'm grateful. My husband has traveled. I'm sure when he comes back, he'll be very surprised. Yeah. And then it's scratches. I don't want to hear from James when Melin is misbehaving. That's not when I want to hear. I want to hear from him when, when he sees the good things and say I am thankful. Because we focus on the not so nice areas too much. Bishop, can I come and see you? Hey, why? What's the problem? Bishop Charlie, my husband, Pastor Calvin, he's stressing me. Pastor Calvin is stressing. Me. <laughs> a weapon of thanksgiving generous miracles the next verse 10 and Jesus said make the men sit down now there was much grass in the place so the men sat down in number about 5,000 it's not a joke you see 5,000 hungry men hungry and angry men And they say, a hungry man is an angry man. 5,000 of them. And then you only have two fishes and five loaves. How can you you go to the the verse that we are going to read and be thankful? You are in trouble. You don't have money. (laughs) You don't have anything to give anybody. And you are not fasting and praying. You are not speaking in tongues. You are not telling everybody to close your eyes. We are praying for one hour. He went there. And Jesus took the loaves. And when he had fasted, when he had asked them to speak in tongues, when he had given thanks, Jesus, why do you give thanks for something that is insufficient? Jesus, why do you give thanks for something that is trouble? Jesus, why do you give thanks for something that that is not so nice? Jesus, why do you give thanks for something that that this thing is going to crucify you? Your ministry is coming down now. Why do you you choose to be thankful for something that is so little and insignificant as to the problem you are facing? You see, the prophet says this all the time. He says he doesn't even know why his, his wife agreed to marry him. But if you look at he said, if you look at me in the early days, everybody in their early days doesn't look attractive. But as time passes, are you not are you not proud to be prophet's wife now? But it was a journey. It's a journey. Anybody you marry, you are looking at a journey of about 50 years plus and you never know what will happen to you, but as long as you are on the good side, as long as you are grateful, as long as you are thankful, God has a way of helping, multiplying, increasing, and pushing you forward. He took the loaves and he gave thanks. He distributed to the disciples, and the disciples, to them that were set set down, and likewise of the fishes, as much as they would, Where's the miracle? Verse 12, when they were filled, he said unto his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore, they gathered them together and filled uh, um, 12 baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten and those men when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did said this is of a truth that prophet that should come into the world that's the book that we have now how you can have a miracle with nothing how you can have a miracle with nothing how in the midst of challenges you will still see thanks I remember even at the tomb, Lazarus' tomb, I think he said thanks. And on the night when he was betrayed, when he he took bread and he said, after giving thanks, he didn't praise the Lord, I bless it, I sanctify it, I rebuke any demon that is in this food. The He said, after giving thanks, he broke the bread. Let's give thanks when we get food. When we get food, many of us Pentecostals would rather sanctify it than give thanks. Because our mind is that something bad is in the food. And if we don't pray, something, something will happen to us. So instead of saying, Father, I give you thanks, we say, I sanctify this food in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. There is no room to say, Father, thank you for this food. I receive it with gratitude. Yeah. 150 copies. And we are, we are, we are selling it. Let's stand, please. Start your feet. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Father, we give you thanks for Daggerwood Mills, founder, prophet, the one you have used to bring all of this to life. A church in Guyana like this was once. In the womb, was not even formed, not even conceived. But through that wonderful man of God, servant of yours, Dagiord Mills, we have been birthed into this country and this nation. He didn't just leave it there, he has followed you and written books. And today we are experiencing how can I say thanks? Scripture says, All things give thanks. Not in all things be depressed, in all things be sorrowful, in all things be confused, but in all things give thanks. We give thanks in the launch of this book. And I know for sure that as we read, secrets will jump out of the book. As we read, revelations will pop out of the book. As we read, we will encounter the Spirit of God in a different measure. Thank you for blessing our fellowship with you and even with your servant as we read these books. Thank you. In Jesus' name. I and mean, if you are here this afternoon, you are not saved, you are not born again, if deep down in your heart you know that you are far from God, but if you die right now, you don't know whether you go to heaven or hell. Today is the day of salvation. You want to say, Bishop, please pray for me. I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give my heart to God. If you're here like that, I want to pray with you. Every eye closed, every head bowed, you want to lift up your right hand to say, Bishop, it's me. I want you to pray with me. I want to be saved. God bless you. God bless you. I see that hand. God bless you. If you lifted up your hand, can you please come forward, brother, the Lord, come. Come again. I want to pray with you. Come. Come to your phone. Come with your friend. Come on, oh, them. clap for them as they come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, clap for them. Clap for them. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, clap for them. To God. for them as they come. Just to give their life to God. And make it a decision. And say, God, today, my life is yours. friends close your eyes with me It's a simple prayer we pray and your life changes there are some things when you see them in court your life will change if you dare say something in court a magistrate can sentence you to a jail term here in the presence of God also what you say is very important and so what I'm going to lead you to say is what will change your life. It will change your life. You can't even see it. You will not be able to see it. But it will happen. And it happens. I want, you, I want you to pray from your heart as we pray this prayer together. Church, join in as we pray and say, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe Jesus died for me. I believe God raised him from the dead. And I believe Jesus is alive. I open my heart and I receive Jesus to be my Lord and Savior, to be my Master, To take care of my life. I believe. That by this prayer. I am changed forever. I am born again. My life has changed. My name is in the book of life. Now I can call myself. A child of God. Because Jesus has come into my heart. Thank you Father. For hearing my prayer. In Jesus name. Amen. Father, I pray for everyone who came forward and said this prayer. The Bible says, it is with the mouth that confession is made unto salvation. Thank you that they are saved. They are practically, literally saved from hell. And that in front of them now is eternal life. Life of fulfillment. The word says, your scripture says that you have come to give us life and life in abundance let them enjoy life abundantly let them enjoy the closeness that a child of God shares with you may they see well may they hear well and may they walk well protect them, cover them with your blood and let them enjoy this life that they have started I give you praise and I give you glory in Jesus name Amen For booking and more information on the ministry of Victor Collins, please call us on 592-691-5301 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com God richly bless you.